Hi, this is Ned Siegfried from Siegfried & Jensen. As proud sponsors of BeliefCast, we hope you are inspired by Todd's weekly podcasts, which contain so many courageous stories of recovery and personal growth. Remember, it's not what happened in the past that matters, it's what happens in the future. We invite you all to work hard and be optimistic about your future. Enjoy today's podcast. Welcome back, everybody. This is Todd Sylvester with the Todd Sylvester Inspires Belief Cast. Thank you so much for tuning in week after week. You guys are amazing. Thank you for believing in me. I'd like to give a shout out to our sponsors, uh, Wasatch Recovery, Siegfried and Jensen, and Veracity Networks, and also the I Hill Institute. You guys are amazing. Um, you guys believe in what I'm doing here. We've, we've helped so many people. We bring amazing people on who are doing just good things in this world, but also who have been through hard things. And I think that's what you guys appreciate. But I can't thank you enough for supporting this. You guys are amazing. Today um, is no different. We got an amazing person that I've uh, uh, come to know over the last couple of months. And uh, he is gracious enough with his time today. We're joined with the creator of Potential You. His name's Matt Travis. Matt, thank you for joining us. Todd, I want to thank you so much for having me. I love what you do. I love this thank podcast you. and really what it does for people. So I am blessed and grateful to be here with you. Awesome. Well, a little bit about Matt. You know, uh, again, like I said, he created Potential You, which empowers women to transform their subconscious habits and raise their lowest standards uh, so they can recognize their own self-worth and build sustainable, successful businesses, which I'm so excited to hear why you're focusing on women here, which is um, going to be great for our listeners to hear. You're known as the mon monpreneur mindset mentor. <laughs> I love that. Yes. I love that. And so uh, you also coach, you know, people in fitness and basically you're trying to help people become their best selves. Uh, Matt himself has struggled uh, with some things in his own life, um, you know, striving to be successful, working long hours, trying to, to be the best that he can, but, you know, witnessed, you know, some burnout and just, you know, neglected some self-care. And ultimately, you know, he just at times growing up, he didn't feel like he was good enough. He struggled with ADHD. He's been through a lot but he's also doing a lot of good because of what he's been through. And I'm just excited to, to learn more about what Matt does. And so again, Matt, thank you for your time. Why don't we start with, just tell us about where you grew up. Uh, I know you grew up there in Boston, but tell us a little bit about your childhood and all that fun stuff. Yeah. Uh, I had a, you know, it's one of those things. I, I consider myself very lucky. I had amazing parents mm -hmm. and you know, they, we, we were born in Boston. I was born in Boston and then they moved us out of Boston, uh, out of West Roxbury and, and into the suburbs and um, just really gave us a really great life and gave me the opportunity to go to a, a school district that actually could support my learning disabilities, which was really beneficial. Um, mm, it didn't yeah. change the way that I, I, of course, the meanings and, and feelings that I put to it, which we'll talk about in a second. Yeah. But the the biggest thing is is that um i i'm so grateful for my parents and my brothers and sisters i had two brothers one sister so big family you know trying to figure out where you fit right yeah. what's your what's your role where you know where where do you where do you align with everybody else in the family um but yeah i i had a a great childhood and 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 
I consider myself one of the people that just had a, a lot of opportunities that were, that were given to me, which, which definitely helped along the way for sure. Yeah, no. And I uh, appreciate what you're sharing there. And it's great that, uh, you know, you're fortunate to have a great supportive family. A couple things you just mentioned, though, I'd like to maybe touch, uh, touch into is that you mentioned learning disabilities. Talk about that and how that affected you as a, as a child. Yeah, it's interesting as I've gone through my owner inner game work and inner self, you know, in, inner self mindset work, I, I realized a lot of my identity um, was formed and created around that when I was younger. And it was interesting. It's interesting because when you're younger and you're pulled out of class and you don't know why, right? Like when I was younger, they didn't, they didn't tell me why it was just you go into this room and they're doing all these tests on you and they don't know. Right. And, and, um, and you know, they were like, it's an inner ear thing. It's like, you know, but they, all of the reports were like, Matt's a really nice boy. And he has trouble, you know, with, he has a lot of friends, but he has trouble with paying attention and all these things. And they just weren't sure what I was really working with. They just knew I was falling behind. And it was, it was something where I just would consistently be pulled out and just not, not know what that meant about me, you know, like really uh, taking it somewhat as a, as a negative, like what's wrong with me? It's, it's that, it's that thought, yeah. like, am, am I broken? Right. It, it, what, you know, what are they trying to fix? Yeah. Um, so a lot of subconscious stuff that, that was seeping in there um, that caught up with me a lot later. And I didn't realize how early on it had begun. Yeah, you, you know, I think you mentioned, you know, that uh, a lot of kids go through that. It's interesting, I kind of was went through the same thing. I, I got thrown into a resource class um, and, you know, back then I had a really bad stigma. Oh, you're in resource, you know, and I was yes. always embarrassed of it. And, um, but again, I, I struggled as, as well with that learning stuff and not maybe feeling good enough. Did, did, did that, did you ever find yourself feeling depressed or anything like that because of that or? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think part of it was my drive was so high, you know, a, a yeah. lot of like when I was in these, these rooms, a lot of the kids, uh, in your perspective as a child, you're like, they don't care, but I really truly cared. And now yeah. knowing and looking back, they totally cared. They just felt helpless, right? Yeah. They felt like the, this wasn't good. Like it was just a complete, like this wasn't going to work no matter how much help there is. Right. And then there's home life and there's all of these things. I just, I knew I wanted to be successful. And part of my drive was like, I wanted to be in, in average classes. Right. Like I wanted to be with all of, uh, you know, my, my friends. And, and so I was working really hard all the way up until, you know, freshman in high school. And, and, and I just burnt out complete, like my wife, my mom had to bring me to a, uh, a couple different therapists trying to figure out, you know, what was really going on. And then sophomore year, it was really like, it, that's when it all came crashing. And, I hit massive depression. Um, you know, I was getting into drugs, alcohol, things like that. And, and you're just trying to figure out what's, what's really going on. And then I had this one therapist was like, number one, Matt, you're massively depressed. And it's, and number two, you haven't paid attention to a word I've said this entire talk. (laughs) And so, so that was a huge aha to me because 
they kind of could got to see that there was a big link between and, and anybody that's ever dealt with ADHD before um, or any type of, of cognitive piece knows that like, because I was striving so hard, right. And working and working and working, but yet nothing was quote unquote working, or I was working double time compared to everyone else. And then doing the comparison thing, like, you know, they don't have to work as hard as me. Why, why me, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So definitely falling into a little bit of a victim mentality. And, and, and yet I was like, when, when they said that to me, I was like, Hmm, let's see what happens. And, uh, you know, I, I, day, the first day I took Adderall, um, it was a very low dose is 10 milligrams. And, um, yeah, I felt like I could all of a sudden see, like, it was like, I was in a cloud most of my life. And it was like, all of a sudden I, ha I had glasses on, I had like a mag, I could like see in a magnified way. And, um, I don't necessarily believe medication is the way for is the right fix for everybody. I think there's a lot of other approaches, which we can obviously get into, but, sure. um, but it changed my life. I wouldn't be here with you. We wouldn't be talking right now. Yeah. Wow, man. That, that thank you for being so vulnerable with that and uh, sharing that with us. You know, so you said this started your sophomore year. It obviously you were, you were this high level guy trying to, your drive was so high that you were, obviously burning yourself out and wearing yourself out. You were depressed, that kind of thing. Did this, did this spill over after you graduated from high school? Did it continue on? Well, you know, I, I had like a wake up call. I crashed my car into a tree um, when I was in high school. Um, and, and it was like, I'm not invincible. And I had that. And of course this kind of continued to fuel the, I need to prove that I'm good enough to be here on this planet because oh, yeah. I, I survived, sure. right? That, that was the, that was the meaning that was tied to that, interestingly enough. Um, but, you know, I had my, my guidance counselor say, you'd be lucky to get into college with, with your, with your scores that you got, you oh, know, in, on you. your SATs and on all of these things and me with all my learning disability. And I, I Sometimes you have people like that in your life that uh, yeah. do that stuff. But interestingly enough, it just kept happening. And uh, <laughs> so a lot of my, you know, as I was exiting high school and into college and even after that was me trying to pr like prove I, I can do this, like doing it out of spite, do, doing it to, to prove to these people, hey, look, you can't tell me I can't go to college. And right. I did. And I got into college. And then, of course, when I got into college, um, I, I went into, I started as a journalism and communications major, and then I found physical education. I was like, this is a much better fit, but this is really, you're just a science major. That's all you are. A lot of people look down on it, but it, it's, you, you just have to, you're a science major and you learn the cognitive way to, uh, approach yeah. teaching and the pedagogy behind that. But the reality was, is they only took 16 people out of, you know, a hundred of people that apply to this program every year. And first my guidance counselors looked right at me and said you'd be lucky to get into this program same deal and same i was like thing. yeah i was like you can't tell me what i can't do right so <laughs> and then of course we i ended up getting my first job before i even graduated from college and of course they were they were starting to let us know like it's going to be hard to find a job all of these things so one of the first lessons i learned that changed my life in that period of time was never accept a diagnosis that doesn't empower you folks. 
Mm. That one was huge because people are going to try to tell you what you can or can't do, try to diagnose you with all of these things that, that make you some way you get to decide you get to choose. Wow. Where did that come from in you? Because I mean that I, I can see where a lot of people will hear that. Well, you, you'd be lucky to even get into college. You, you know, you're not going to get into college. A lot of people would take that as, and they would go a different direction. They would avoid college, but you were like, no, um, I'm going to make this happen. Is that how you were even as a kid? Like, you know what, I'm going to prove everyone wrong kind of thing. <laughs> I think that was, uh, you know, where that developed was I, because in spite of my learning disabilities, I created this overachiever type of thing, which later on does the same identity did not serve me. Okay. And we'll talk about that, but, but it was really like, I, and this happens for a lot of kids and anybody that's listening may identify with this is the fact that like, when you're a, when you're a kid, you really don't, you, you want to be different, but you don't, right? Like you, you want to stand out, but you don't. Right. Like, yeah. it, it, so there's that, there's that like battle. And, and I wanted to be with uh, my friends. I wanted to be in the same classes as them. I wanted to do all of, uh, you know, I, I wanted to be, I was a football player and, but I would, I was in love with music and um, you know, I just had so many different kinds of friends and I, I just, I feel like what it did was it was my parents being there and backing me and saying, you can do anything that you want to do, right? Like you can, you can do this. So like I said, I feel massively grateful because I know many of the people that probably come in your show didn't have that support system. Um, but it's so huge in, in helping you get through that stuff that's maybe happening, uh, from a mental health perspective. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. I, yeah, there are a lot of people who don't have that supportive, uh, environment like you did, but it's amazing too. I want to just point out how important it is as parents that we do help our kids learn to believe in themselves, right? Yep. And that's what I hear you're saying. Your parents really instilled that in you and uh, really made yeah. a difference for you. Yeah, it was my parents, uh, my coaches, and there was one woman, uh, she was, interestingly enough, she was uh, one of the parents in the resource room uh, mm-hmm. that I was in. Really? And if, if it weren't for her helping me put in applications and do all this, I still think about it all the time, how she made it possible for me. She, she helped bring it out in me that I could do this. Right. So it's having those people, which I know I'm lucky that I had that, like, cause I might not be here today. If, if, if it weren't for those, those amazing teachers are amazing human beings, folks. Yes. Amen to that for sure. Teachers, coaches, parents, man, all that influence is amazing. Um, You know, it's interesting as you're saying this, uh, Matt, that I say this a lot when people are diagnosed with a certain thing, mental health wise, they really are struggling with it. And I'll say, hey, that's your superpower. And as I'm listening to you talk right now, and I want our listeners to, to recognize as Matt sharing a part of his story right now and the struggles, you can see how this is that learning disability became his superpower because you, you worked harder, you strived deeper, you dug through some stuff and you were like, I'm going to make this happen. And I, and I think had you not had that, you may not have had the drive that you did. 
Absolutely. Like could not, could not agree more. And I feel like um, it makes me kind of call myself a race car driver because it's like, <laughs> it puts me in a place where um, I see things bigger. Like yeah. I, I, you know, like you could be standing at the bottom of the empire state building, looking down the street and you could see only so far. Right. Yeah. But I like to, I like to go to the top, same address, but I'm at the top. Right. <laughs> and that. I get to see it in a bigger way. And, and I, and I knew that there was something more for me. I just, I always felt like that. I always knew two things. Number one, I'm here on the planet to help people. That's mm. my purpose. Right. I didn't, I didn't know what it was going to look like yet though. Right. Right. Um, and I knew that, uh, you know, and, and something that I learned really early on is you can turn your pain into your path, folks. Wow. Say that again. What, what was that you just said? Yeah, you, you, really, all I've done my entire time is I've turned my pain into my path. And I started to realize, like, I work with a lot of people that are trying to build their businesses. And it's like, they're like, I don't know what I, I don't know what to teach people. I don't know how to help people. I don't, you know, I don't, what could I offer? What would somebody pay me for? Honestly, everyone's been through something, right? right. We, we've all had our own different struggles in different ways, right? Yeah. And you, you, a lot of people have a, a, a knowledge base that they don't even know they have. And that's a lot of what I do for people is I help them realize how much they have that's the potential you in them, right? Like how much they have inside of them that um, is just waiting to, to come out. We just yeah. have to get past our own fear of what that is. Wow. Thank you for sharing that again. Turn your pain into your path. I want to make sure our listeners heard that again. Write that down. Yeah. Turn your pain into your path, Matt. Thank you for sharing that. That is that is powerful, and uh, I, exactly what you're doing now. Now the name of your company makes a lot more sense. P potential you, right? The yeah. potential you have in you. So let's let's shift gears just a little bit. Thank you, you know, for sharing what you have so far. You've got this organization, this company, Potential You. You really focus a lot on you know women. You you know again, like we said earlier. Um, you're considered the mon monpreneur mindset mentor. And the question I think everyone might say is, what would a man know about helping moms and women? Yeah. So yeah. tell us why, tell us about your company and organization, but why specifically women? Yeah, it was interesting because it didn't start that way. It was okay. uh, like, it was kind of like right out of college, I became a high school football coach and I, it literally began out of like, I saw the, uh, the boys just strength training really horribly. Like it was just not going well. So I was like, I want to learn about strength and conditioning and see if I can help with this. So I started going to the perform better conference and mm -hmm. it changed, but that changed everything. It opened up this idea. Like, what could I do with this? How could I help people? Um, and I fell in love with fitness and I started to realize I want to help people with fitness. So I started uh, I, I opened a, a fitness facility and the, at the very beginning, it was mostly high school football players, male high school football players and male high school basketball players. And it was the interesting thing about it. And life just kind of happens not to you folks. It happens for you. And, and yes. I looked out, I looked out on the floor like three years later and it was mostly like female high school athletes 
and uh, women and moms. And I was like, mm. interesting. Yeah. There was something that, that, you know, some type of thing that I was putting out there because I, I wasn't great at marketing in the early days, but there was just something that I was putting out there. And I think a part of it was creating an environment um, where they feel comfortable and, and yeah. feel like they're a part of a community. And with that happening, I fell in love with helping moms, because what I realized in that moment was when you help a mom get healthy and happy, the ripple effect is so epically amazing where it's like the kids get healthy, you know, the partner gets healthy. Uh, it's the ripple effect is, 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 it's just something I found love with. And I was like, this is part of what this the big part of what I'm supposed to be doing right yeah. like and I just and so I just kind of went in that direction and basically when I closed the fitness facility I started the potential you um it started as helping helping you know particularly moms but then I was like you know what about these mom entrepreneurs that have these bigger visions right like yeah. of like wanting to create more I didn't want them to have to put all of their, you know, like, they're like, Oh, I can only invest in my business and I can only invest in this and that and the other thing, but then leave their health and lifestyle on the back burner. Cause that's what I did. What ironically running a fitness facility, I destroyed my health and well being, And partly is because I didn't know how to run a business. Awesome. So I was like, I don't want that to happen to anybody else. So that was kind of the, the idea and how it, how it came into to reality. Wow. Love that. And that's what a great, what a great way of getting into what you're doing. It's it's interesting. Like you said, life happens for us. Yeah. And, I mean, even going back to the struggles you had as a kid and, you know, as a young adult, those struggles happen for you because you wouldn't be doing what you're doing now had you not gone through that. Absolutely. So I love that you said that. <laughs> and you know, what's really interesting that will be relevant for you, Todd, and your listeners is like, yeah. interestingly enough, like, when I work with these moms and these mom entrepreneurs, a lot of times I'll work with their kids and usually it's, um, it's, it's their, man, their son. And I get to speak to my past self, which is really uh, yeah. like when I do the hypnotherapy with them, uh -huh. it's just amazing how I can kind of speak from, like I, it's, it's full circle, which is right. really, really, really cool. <laughs> That's awesome. You know, um, you have five elements on the potential you you call it the blueprint. And, and the very first thing you have on there is mindset mastery. Tell us what that entails. Uh, and why is mindset so important for our overall mental health? Yeah, mindsets every everything. And, and it was interesting, because, you know, it used to be five elements. And then I just got really clear. And I was like, there's three right? There's, okay. there's, there's mind, there's body and health, right? And then there's what you're doing, right? Whether it's your business or your career, yeah. right? Those are the three areas where I was like, that makes it very simple for people to understand. And, and it starts with your mind, whether you're trying to have a health and body transformation, or you're trying to have a business and career transformation, it all is an outward reflection of your inner self. So what it comes down to is I was building a fitness facility. And I was like, Oh, it's gotta be fitness. This is the thing. But the question I was always asking was how do you get results and keep them? Mm. Why are people getting fit, but not staying fit? Why? And then I was like, it's gotta be nutrition. So then I got my nutrition certification. So I was like, why are people, 
eating healthier, but not staying, not continuing to do that. And then I was like, it's gotta be mindset. So I started following Tony and, and yep. Les Brown and Jim Rohn and all, all, all the, uh, doing all their programs. Yeah. And I was like, there's something more than this. Cause this yeah. isn't even, this is moving the dial, but there's something more. And that's when I found Dr. Joe Dispenza and I found yeah. uh, Marissa Peer and I started to understand the subconscious. And I started to understand that when, when we're talking mindset um, and when I'm working with people on their mindset, it has to be both prefrontal cortex, you know, back and forth, what we're doing here, right? Yeah. And then we have to ultimately be able to shift the subconscious mind in order for long-term change to be sustained. Yeah, wow. Talk more about the subconscious mind because I think, you know, a lot of people have probably heard about that, but they, you know, Again, we get back into our conscious mind and do our thing. We forget about all yep. that, right? Yeah. <laughs> so tell us, tell us a little bit about, more about how that works and how that, again, why that's so critical for, again, for us being successful and in, in overcoming difficult things. Yeah, I found out it's everything because what it really is, is where your habits, that's where your habits run from, folks. Okay, that's where they are. That's where they're stored and that's where they run. Yeah. And your habits don't know whether they're good or bad, right or wrong, helpful or unhelpful. They just run. And your mind mm -hmm. thinks that they are supposed to be there and they've been keeping you safe for this long. So you might as well keep them, right? Yeah. Um, so I explain it this way. This is the best way to explain the subconscious. You don't wake up in the morning and think about the things that you do, folks. You just do them, right? You don't wake up and are like, you know what? Let's give this procrastination habit a try. How about do junk food eating habit today? You know, how about we do this Netflix and chill thing? Like, we don't do those things. We just do what we do. And any of you that have ever tried to make a change in your life, right? So let's yeah. say you tried to make a change in your health, right? You tried to make a diet change. You are you're basically fighting against that old subconscious pattern and habit of what you always do. Right. And you're trying to establish this new one. Yeah. And what happens is when you brain battle back and forth with the, with yourself, right. It's like, I don't want to eat this pizza. I'm trying to, you know, release some pounds, blah, blah, blah. And your mind's like, yeah, but you did great this week. Right. Like your mind knows how to sell you. It's really, really good. Right. Sure. Nobody knows you better than you. So, so your mind, you're going back and forth with your mind, you're doing this brain battle thing and your brain wins, right? The mind wins. And, and it's, it's a lot of times emotion is going to trump logic, right? So, uh, what it comes down to is we just have to start not personalizing this. Cause what happens after people do that, they're like, oh, there must be something wrong with me. I can't believe I can't make these changes. I've tried everything. It's not working. I, it must be me. I'm broken, blah, blah, blah. Folks, this has nothing to do with you and everything to do with your subconscious mind. And your subconscious is, is basically responsible for like 95% of what you Wow. If you've ever driven somewhere and, and just got there and you didn't know how you got there, <laughs> that explains it, the, the subconscious. We're, we're on autopilot all the time. So we just need to start dismissing those habits, right? You're not a procrastinator, folks. You just have a habit of procrastination right now. Mm -hmm. And if we start to understand at a deeper core level why you're procrastinating, which is procrastination is just you trying to get away from it's a stress reducing tool. It's a pain reduction tool. Sure, it's a, yeah. <laughs> it's like, you're trying to get away from growth pain, something that you're trying to avoid. 
And it just allows you for that moment to feel certain, familiar, predictable, and comfortable. Yeah. And, and that's your body and your mind trying to protect you. Right. So we just need to figure out and dismiss that is just a habit. It's not me out loud folks. This is just a habit. It's not me. And it's your habit alarm that goes off too. Like this, this thing that's like, Hey, you have to do this. You have to do this. You know, if you ever felt like, Oh, I need to eat this. I need to eat this. I need to eat this. Right. You, and then you eat it. And then for that moment you feel good, but then you might not feel so good because of what you ate. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's dismissing it. And then it's moving the attention because you you are weekend. (laughs) i'm like oh i'm gonna eat this it feels so good going down and then it's like you know a half hour later my stomach's killing me yeah 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 Yeah, absolutely but it's getting very like the awareness is everything right and and our and we are where our, our attention is because and this is an interesting one you you can't want what you're not thinking about so i'm going to say that again Mm. folks you can't want what you're not thinking about so Let's say you are, you know, thinking about the uh, container of ice cream in the back of your freezer, right? Yeah. You're like thinking about it, thinking about it, thinking about it, right? And then you're like, no, I'm going to go take a walk, right? And on your walk, you kind of forget about it. You're not wanting it anymore, right? You're yeah. just, you're just going. Um, and, and a lot of people, they miss that last important step of moving their attention, right? If you're an alcoholic and you're in a bar, and you dismiss it, you're like, no, this alcoholism is just a habit. It's not me. You know, I'm dismissing this habit urge, but you stay there and your attention is there. It's going to make it much harder. So moving your attention, and this is in any area of your life, folks, you are where your attention is. So if you move your attention, it's going to make a much bigger impact on what, uh, on, on where you're going. So you move your attention to what you want versus what you don't. Dang, very well said, Matt. Thank you. That was awesome. I, I couldn't agree more. I've heard it said this way. Um, you know, what you focus on increases. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, yeah. And it's exactly what you're saying. So very well said. So, you know, you obviously have sat down and have worked with, you know, a lot of women one on one, helping them, you know, find their best selves. Share some of your, I mean, you've got, it's so cool. You got so many testimonials of people who just love what you do. You've helped so many people get to that point where they're, they've achieved some goals that they thought they never could. Give us a few examples of just some, you know, maybe some clients you've dealt with that just kind of blew your mind a little bit that just, um, that you could share with us that would be, uh, yeah. I, you know, something that you've done successfully with them. Yeah, absolutely. Interestingly enough, I'd love to run the thread through all of my clients, like all the people I've ever worked with. And, and we realized this just recently in our company was the number one thing we help people with is really with enoughness. It's self-confidence and self-esteem. Like, because when you feel more confident, right. And you feel confident in your capabilities, right? And you feel enough, right? You, so I, can, I categorize enoughness in two, two realms. It's enoughness from a self-worth, esteem standpoint, uh-huh. and enoughness from a capability standpoint. Gotcha. And what we do for people is we give them both of those things, whether it's through hypnotherapy or coaching or you know, whatever it is, it's helping them rise in themselves. So it starts inside. Right. So it starts with that mind. 
Because if you have an outer transformation in your body or health or your business or your career, it doesn't stick until you do the inner game work and you uncover those things. So, I mean, we've, since adding the rapid transformation hypnotherapy stuff, the, 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 it's 10 X to everything that we do really for yeah. sure. Um, but I mean, we've had people lose hundred pounds. Re- sorry. I like using the word release folks. I don't like using the word lose because if you lose something, you can find it. And you may realize that anytime you lose something else in your life, it's actually not a good thing. You've never yeah. lost anything else other, but that with, with weight release, it's, it's different. People are like weight loss, weight loss, but it's, your mind doesn't like the word lose. Um, so with weight release, I mean, we've had thousands and thousands and thousands of people release a lot of, of weight, but it's a side effect of gut health and subconscious shifts is what it is. Okay. So we've had people do that. We've had people, uh, start making more money in their business. We've had people, um, finally start to be able to be the parents they want to be like that. I get that a lot. Like they start to feel really confident in how um they're feeding their kids and how they're they're showing up for them and that i mean when they get healthy and happy they're not that you know their their yeah. blood sugar is good they're mm-hmm. uh, they're not snapping at their kids they start to realize that they invest in themselves and that they you know sleep is so important for them and i feel like all a lot of the the women and moms that i work with they if they put their own oxygen mask on first, which is counter to a lot of what their identity is when they first come to me, um, then they actually start to be able to stand for themselves yeah, and they become a better version of all of the things that they really wanted to be in the first place. Like, a, you know, be better in their career, be better in their, you know, for their kids, all these things, like, cause they're really good at giving, but it's just learning to how to be a better receiver. So we help people become better receivers and do really what they become the potential you. Wow. Love it. That is so well said. So many good nuggets in there. You know, as you're saying this, I, I'm sitting there thinking, cause you're obviously helping a lot of people. What does it look like for you though, as an individual, Matt, you know, you're, you're this influence influencer, you're helping people. What do you do in it? What does your day look like for you? Like, how do you keep yourself you know, centered and being the best you and, and, and being able to be on that frequency and, and that kind of thing. What do you do? Yes. I'm going (laughs) to, I'm going to, I'm going to formulate this in two ways. So first I'm going to formulate it by, I, a lot of times won't share this because people instantly go into comparison mode. Well, if Matt does this, then I need to do this in order to be this blah, 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 blah. Right. So what I want people to understand is that what I do is going to be very different than what I have uh, an individual do. And we all base it on this. And this is how I'll explain what I do. But I help people at the most basic form, raise their lowest standards. Because we don't get our highest standards, folks. At the end of the day, we get our lowest standards. So whatever your lowest standards are, and we have them in every area of our life, we have them in relationships we have them in what we eat we have them in what the exercise we do we have them in um everything in our money in our bank account and in in every area of our life so when we look at our lowest standards in all of these areas of our lives it's usually where our subconscious habits are and that's really what we're getting in life so 
for me, all I had to do was start to realize I need to raise my lowest standards in each of these areas so that I could perform better for myself. Yeah. And that allowed me to perform better as a father, as a husband, as a coach, as a mentor, as a teacher, as all these things. So my day looks like a bunch of different habits stacked on top of each other, right? I wake up, I drink water. I do some meditation or breathing, right? I take cold showers. I I do stuff that most people won't do, but it's because I destroyed my gut health so much I, I hit such a horrible place in my health. Um, and it was a lot because of the stress of building my first business and being that overachiever. Um, and being super stressed, my body started giving me sinus infections, basically being like, Matt, slow down. Yeah. And that created fungal infections in my gut. And that, of course, doctors give you antibiotics. And that just yeah. made my whole problem more exasperated. And uh, I went from 200 pounds one uh, six three 200 pounds to 165 in three months and i just completely destroyed my health so in gaining that back and and doing my due diligence and learning about gut health and learning how the mind and the gut are really interconnected that was what allowed me to save my my life right and and that's really what i do for others is i help them realize that it's not so much what it's not all these things that you want externally. It has to start in the internal world. Yeah. And my habits and the things that I do each and every day, they're all in supporting my overall environment of what I want to have happen. But it starts at my identity, my identity, my beliefs, my values, my yeah. standards, my habits, right? All this under this, this iceberg, right? It's the bottom of the iceberg yeah. stuff that nobody sees. Yeah. Wow. Very well said. It reminded me of what you said earlier, where you're not a procrastinator. You just have a habit of procrastinating. It's not who you are to your core. And I love that because I think a lot of times, like you said, we identify ourselves with all these negative labels, you know? And and again, you look back at your life, you know, you know, you struggled with the the learning disability that you had, but then something kicks in, you got your parents and coaches and that woman saying, no, you can do this, you can overcome this. And yep. you, you threw away the label basically is what you did. And it's just cool to hear you say that. Yeah. And you know what, you made me think of a really interesting point, because a lot of your listeners probably have taken some kind of Enneagram or disc profiles or things like that to like figure out who they are. Yeah. And I have a little bit of a different take on that where okay. what we use with our members, if they take those, it's not defining you as something. Because what people do is they take them, they're like, this is who I am. This is how I am. I can't change it. Yeah. And what we do is we help them see this is just how you're being right now. Mm. Right. And then yeah. where do you, how, where, you know, where do you need to push? Like what's the opposite of this that we need to maybe push into a little bit. That's going to allow you to create this uh, more balancing uh, of your overall identity, which is really a cool way to think about it for a lot of people. Absolutely. Get that's, more yeah. That's powerful, Matt. So powerful. You know, um, I always ask this question when we get towards the end of our conversation, and I, I'm, I'm interested to hear what, how you would answer this. If there's someone listening to you right now who is in a dark place, they're struggling, they're, they're not sure what to do with their life, 
What, what advice would you give to that one person right now who's listening to you? This, this is one of the biggest questions you could ask anybody, right? Mm -hmm. And I could answer this so many ways, right? And a lot of people are, they're sitting and listening, like waiting for my answer to be the thing that helps them get unstuck yeah. and say, right? So a lot of people are waiting for that. Folks, you have it inside of you right now already, okay? This is what I would say to you. Most people that are in a dark place is their subconscious habits have gotten them there, right? But it's not you. And you maybe were like me where you had chased trying to be good enough your whole life. I was doing that in everything that I was doing. I was like, right after college, I got my master's. I got all these certifications. I opened a fitness facility, I got married, I had a child and I was trying to chase being good enough externally my whole life. And then when it all came crashing, I realized what I was doing. And it mm -hmm. came back to those learning disabilities. It came back to that yeah. not feeling like I was, I was enough. And it was where my attention was, folks. My attention was on external validation. My attention was on, if I do this thing, then I will be this. Mm. And this is the, this is what I'll say to that answer is, or to answer that question is, there is nothing you can do right now that will make you more of enough than you already are. There is nothing you can do ever. You can't lose weight to be more of enough. You can't make more money to be more of enough. You can't, none of these things are going to make you more of enough than you are right now because you are you are a one in 400 trillion chance of being born, folks. Those are the, the true statistics of the chance of you being birthed into this world. Yeah. So you are here for an absolute reason. There is energy and flow coming through you. Love it. And it's, it's our job to, as human beings, to go through our lessons, right? There's no failure. There's no, there, there's... There's none of that. It's all lessons that you're learning. And we are learning through our karma and, our, and, and we're trying to seek our dharma and just never stop. Never stop focusing on, on that internal voice because it's leading you where you need to go. And when you're in that dark hole, because I've been there, folks, been there plenty of times. I was addicted to marijuana and and. You know, and then that went to drinking and then that went to uh, achievement. And then that went, you know, that it, it was all of this trying to cope with this voice and this, this thing inside of me that's saying, there's more for you. There's more. Yeah. Wow. That is so well said. I, I love that you said you already have it. What you're looking for is already there. Um, you just have to be aware of it and recognize it. And in the, the way you, you know, you spelled that out, Matt was beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. And I'm sure those who are waiting for that beautiful answer, they got it. That was amazing. Thank you. My pleasure. <laughs> if people want to reach out to you, Matt, and get to know you better, reach out to you to ask a question, find your company or sign up for your services, whatever, what would be the best way for them to do that? Yeah, I feel like in this world of there's so much, there's so many people, there's all of these things. I love connecting with people. Mm. 
you can ask me a question directly, folks. Do I have a team? Yes. But at the end of the day, I'm more than open to connecting with you. If you have a question, like we have an amazing Facebook group where people can ask questions in there. They can send me a message in Messenger in Facebook, right? They can connect with me on Instagram at the potential you. They can send me a message there, right? They can go to my website and book a call with me at the potential you and the potential dash. And that's the letter U dot okay. com folks. Um, and then just, yeah, like we just have a lot of free value to give to people because I'm just a big believer that in the world that we live in, there's information everywhere, folks. Yeah. <laughs> you ever feel a little overwhelmed by how much information there is? So what <laughs> I like to do is I like to give people something where they can focus their attention and it will take them through. I mean, we have I give this away to people that connect with me all the time. It's a, it's a course called the mind body business transformation and it's, mm. it's a free course. And I just help them uh, cool. guide them through all of this. And, and I built it based on psychology of how humans minds work. Oh, right. right? On. So, so that's <laughs> the best way to connect with me. Um, yeah. Reach out. I would love to chat with you, help you guide you through whatever uh, you're doing right now and, and help you, find what you're looking for. Love it, Matt. That was awesome, man. Thank you so much for taking some time out of your busy schedule to be with us today. You know, I love, I love your story. I love what you're doing. And I, I'm going to challenge all our listeners who are listening right now, check out that free course. I mean, it's free. And I mean, you already just heard this amazing information. Go check it out. Uh, reach out, reach out to Matt and give, ask him a question. Um, follow him on what he's doing. Go his website, man, has got so much stuff on it. It's a little overwhelming, but it's just good stuff. Um, so check that out and check out the free course. And uh, thank you for tuning in week after week. You guys are amazing. Again, thanks to our sponsors. I love you. And Matt, once again, um, you're amazing. I'm so grateful that I get to connect with you. And I, I, if there's anything I can do personally for you down the road, please let me know. And I'd be happy to help you out any way I can. Todd, I appreciate it so much. I, I'm so excited uh, to be on this with you. It's, it's fantastic to be able to... Uh, be within your presence and 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 Thank serve you. your people because it's a world of service. So I appreciate you and I appreciate all the all the listeners. Thank you, man. So many good things you said today, man. I just I I mean I've got a whole page of notes. <laughs> good stuff, man. It's so good. Um, but yeah, Matt, you're awesome. Everybody, please keep tuning in. Uh, share this, like this, subscribe, send it to people you know who are struggling, and you'll make their day today. So I love you guys, and until next time.